What's happening, friends? Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's start with a little bit of controversy here on the show. Amy said that she didn't know it was going to be so controversial to have a cat. What did you do? I bathed her. The kitten. I gave her a bath, and I put a picture up, uh, like a video online, of her in Stashira's arms because she looks so cute, wet, and... I mean, people started debating each other whether or not you should bathe cats, and one woman, or guy, I don't know exactly what who they are, but they felt super passionate about the fact that you shouldn't bathe cats, and she called me idiotic for doing oh. so, and I was like, whoa, you idiotic. Know, I, I guess we had a couple cats growing up. We never bathed them, because mm-hmm. they licked themselves. Yeah, that's what, you, that's what they were saying, and so, uh, listen, I don't know. Did but, you look it up? No, I want to bathe my cat. I don't care. I ha- I saw some vets comment on there or one girl that was in vet school saying it was okay to bathe the cat and I saw that as my permission to continue bathing the cat. Not all the time, but I mean, every so once in a while, I mean, they go in a sh- inside of a litter box and then they come out and we're just supposed to be okay with that. <laughs> like, no. Good point. I'm bathing the cat. You know, I'm being told to shower a little more these days and I consider myself a, somebody who is clean. But I've been only getting about one a day sometimes. You a little stinky? I guess so. And I don't really get up in my armpits. But when we lay down, Caitlin's head, she's smaller than I am. And so, but she'll put her head on my shoulder, which puts kind of her in that spot. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and you need to go shower? Or she'll go, did you forget to put on deodorant? Because oh. that could be another reason too. And when you live by yourself and you're just a man living footloose and fancy free, yeah. you don't have to worry about that. But now she's like, mm. It doesn't. That doesn't smell good. So I'm having to shower a little more, or re-deodorize a lot more. Oh. Sometimes, if I only do like a mild workout, and I think I can get away with it. I'll just put deodorant on. Oh, that's like just how. just to see if she notices. That's like middle school. Dude. And here's the thing: she notices. Yeah, yeah. they always do. Every time, of course. So let's look up if you should bathe your cat. Like, what is the official rule on bathing a cat? What do you think it is, Eddie? Uh, no, I don't think you should. They can handle themselves. What if they get in like mud? Mm, no. They lick it they off? They can lick it off themselves. Lunchbox? I don't think you're allowed to. I've never seen someone allowed. bathe their cat. I mean, because their claws, they just get mad. They rip your skin off. There's yeah, no plus way. they hate it. Those claws, they do get me. Okay, here's what it says. This is from the National Cat Groomers Institute of America. Ooh. Oh, wow. okay. Cats do a good job of cleaning most debris from their coat, but their self-grooming won't get everything out, nor will it make them smell any nicer. The National Cat Groomers Institute of America recommends a bath once every four to six weeks. Boom. Wait, wait, wait. This is the Groomers Association. They want business. If so, but they care about uh, cats. They're not saying take it in and spend money on it. <laughs> yeah, they're saying well, where you else can, are you going to do it? You, you do well, it yourself. Stashira put it in the shower with her. <laughs> oh. How'd the cat feel about that? Uh, she didn't really love it so much. We might try the kitchen sink next time. Speaking of your daughter... Here's a voicemail we got about her. Hey there. I'm calling for the sake of Dashira. I saw Amy posted something about her nails on her Instagram story. And Amy, I'm pretty sure you put the press-ons on upside down. I don't want her to get made fun of or get me anything at school. So just wanted to reach out. And even if this doesn't get on the air, please tell Amy. Please tell Amy. Oh, no. She's crying. You got her crying. Please. I put them on upside down? Yeah. Oh. She's okay. probably the subject of so much ridicule. No, I mean, they've already, right that, that, they've already come off. Like, But, yeah, they were on for a little bit, and they were flashy, let me tell you. But she really wanted them, and they're pushed on, so who cares? It's fine. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I thought they looked a little weird. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, now that you think about it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we're gonna, we have something to announce later on in the show. Um, Lunchbox, upon further review, thinks his, his diamond, his rocks, are worth money. Oh, 
Well, because we know it's not a diamond. We know it's not a diamond, but he found something else, and he's like, I don't know how I didn't see this earlier. Okay. Okay. So later on in the show, he went to the diamond mine, didn't find any diamonds, but he's found something now he claims is very, very valuable and quite worthy of time to talk about today on the show. So I'm going to give him a few minutes later on to talk about this. It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I purchased a new side-by-side UTV, which is a utility task vehicle, which is pretty pricey. I had some friends over and one guy asked if he could drive it. He decided to gas it and tried to spin it around. Oh, no. And he flipped it. Hmm. Luckily, he was okay, but it did break some of the plastic on the side, probably around $200 worth of damage. He feels bad and keeps apologizing, but has not offered to pay for the damages. Now, I understand it was my property, and I decided to let him drive it, but if the rolls were swapped, I would offer to pay for the damages. Should I ask him to cover the damage cost or just consider it a loss and not let him drive it anymore? From Kyle R., by the way, these side-by-sides are awesome. We went to buy one during COVID at Bass Pro because they have a similar one to what he has, and they were sold out in the middle of COVID. They had one there. Mm. And we were trying to buy it. It was awesome. We were driving over the, on the property. That's pretty cool. Then COVID left, and we are like, yeah, we don't need it anymore. <laughs> but, if, but if you did, it's really cool. It's like a golf cart, but basically a tractor golf yeah. cart. Uh, his buddy wrecked it, 200 bucks. Amy, what would you tell him? I mean, I would say that it's... A loss, unless you feel comfortable asking for the money. But I, it's a bummer that, yeah, he's not offering because, yeah, that's what you would do. It's what I would do. But if it's if it's still it's something you're probably going to have to invest in and be out the money if you want it fixed. Eddie? I don't think there's anything wrong with having the conversation of, hey, man, so we priced the thing out. we got to get it replaced. It's going to cost about 200 bucks. Do you mind paying that since you broke it and then see where it goes? If the guy's like, sure. You would you- have that conversation. Yeah, do you mind paying it? Is it? Are you able to pay $200? You would have that conversation with somebody that's not a super close friend. Yeah. You would. Yeah. Huh. And and then you see where it goes. If he says yes, boom, all taken care of. If he says no, then you go, okay, all right, I'll take care of it. You can't afford it right now. You take it as a loss. Good for you. I don't think I'm mature enough to mm-hmm. do that. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I, 200 bucks. I would go, you know what, that's on me. He flipped What's it. What's on you? You've done nothing. You've let him drive it. Oh, <laughs> come on, guys. And I'm sure there's some sort of deductible that's like 500 bucks or 1000 bucks on this thing, so you don't want to hit insurance with that's it. That's true. I would probably just pay for it myself and just be more careful about who I let drive it. Dang. Yeah, it's a lesson learned, mm-hmm. for sure. Also, what's the idiot doing trying to do spins? I know, come spins? on. They're probably it's drinking. not even your property. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? They were probably drinking. Probably so. <laughs> so two to one... Kyle, I think you have the right to ask him for it. I'm just telling you what I would do. I'd probably be like, oh. Because gonna... it'd be an awkward conversation. Yeah, it'd be really awkward. Yes. <laughs> you can, but I would choose not to personally. But if you want to hit him up, text him and be like, hey, the damage from that was 200 bucks. Would you mind helping out with this? There you go. If you have the courage and the maturity to do that, go for it. I do not. Ray, what would you do? If they're already riding on it, you're comfortable with there being something going wrong with it. And that's exactly what happened. Oh. So you would accept the 200 bucks, the minus 200 bucks? Correct. Yeah. Would you feel weird, though, if he asked for the money? Um, I mean, just avoid that. Is it really worth it? I mean, if it was a major situation, that's one of those you kind of gloss over, right? 200 bucks, though. That sounds almost like uh, super, like, what is it? Like, it's on the very outside of something? Superficial. Superficial? I bet it's not even very major. Okay. Thank you, Raymundo. Three to one, we'd let it go. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. Uh, that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. 
They're doing a documentary on someone they call the Tinder Swindler, who posed as the son of a billionaire, called himself the Prince of Diamonds, and then conned women out of their life savings. Wow, on Tinder? Yeah, if, you were, if you're so rich, why do you need people's money? Mm. Yeah, you know, that's... Like, like if I'm a billionaire, but I need a little bit of cash because I'm strapped right now so I can get to my billions. I mean, is that the Yeah, maybe they, they somehow presented as like it's all tied up. It's not, what's the word, fluid? <laughs> it's not liquid. <laughs> Simon Hyatt, 30, was convicted of fraud in 2019 after scamming women, claiming he was the Prince of Diamonds the son of a diamond merchant. He was snaring women on Tinder and using their cash for dates. Wow. His story will be told in a new Netflix true crime crime documentary by Felicity Morris. That's crazy. Morgan, do you ever have anybody catfish or or maybe catfish isn't the word try to deceive you when you were on these apps as something they weren't? Yes. I mean, I would would meet people and they would look different than their pictures. That would happen. Significantly different? Um, like they would probably use the photos that were like five years old. So a little bit. I wonder what their move is with that. Do they expect that you get there and then when they don't look the same, you just like, eh, we'll just give it a shot anyway. Yeah. I think some people anticipate that because they're like, oh, personality. But then they forget that most people like you have to be attracted to them on some level. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that's part of it. I think they just hope that their personality will win out over the photos. Or maybe they think they can get back in shape before you actually go on the date. Like, oh, I'll yeah. put this up there, <laughs> and it really motivate me in those six days before I got to go meet her. Mm-hmm. And or, how, how do you react to that when you get there, and they don't look like you thought they were? Most of the time, I just go through the date, and then I, you know, I'm like, hey, this doesn't, this won't work. So I'll go through the date, because it was never bad enough that I was like, okay, <laughs> I just got to leave. So I just kind of put up with it for two hours and, you know, wasted a little bit of my life. But did you ever go, you know what? I know he doesn't look the same, but I think I'll do it again. Go on a second date. No, never. that never <laughs> happens. And there was there was even sometimes, like, people will put group photos in, so you think you're going out with one of their friends, and then another one of the guys shows up. No way. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but, but I would think in those, because I was on dating apps for a while, too. If that would happen... You scroll to the second or third picture, and there'd be more of a solo picture. Oh, no. Some only have group photos. See, that's just setting up for failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at some point when you're communicating, don't you say, hey, which one are you? <laughs> yeah, but one of them lied. Oh. Mm-hmm. They what? lied about which one they were in the group? What? Yeah. Let's do a documentary on this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th- this Tinder swindler convinced a victim to open a line of credit in her name so that she could pay for her expenses and protect herself from her enemies she eventually lost $200,000. Mm. So distraught, she had to be admitted to a psychiatric hospital. Oh, my. He was eventually arrested and imprisoned, but was released after serving five months of a 15-month sentence. The, I mean, he must have been good. Yeah, the, good the, behavior. That, that, that's a good, that's a nice little trick, though. He's not asking for their money for them. He's like, hey, you need to hire this company to protect you if you're with me. And he's also the company. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, that's next level thinking. <laughs> I, I've been catfished twice. One story you know about. From when the, guy, when, when the guy was acting like the girl. I never met him. And that thing all played out on the air, sadly, to my, well, not benefit. Because <laughs> it all happened on the air. It was a girl. She was like, I'm a guest jeans model. Turns out it was like a little bitty guy who is tricking guys for money. I never, then, I didn't even yeah, give him that much money. Later was on the news. <laughs> Did you give him any money? No, I didn't give him any. I didn't have any. <laughs> or maybe I would have. Um, but before catfishing was a thing, somebody tricked me. And used to... They were like, I'm going to come up to the radio station to meet you. And I was like 18. And I was like, okay. And, and I would wait in my car at the, after radio. But like, okay, she's gonna, and she never came. And she called like three nights. I'm going to come meet you. Never came. 
Did, so when she called, like you were, y'all had a connection. Like, why did you want to well, meet her? I don't know. She wanted to request Mambo Number Five or something. I don't know. <laughs> and she was a girl. She was. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was eighteen. Girl. I was a loser. I was like, okay. But like three times, she's like, I'm coming up, and she never came up. Hmm. So Catfish Two, Bobby Zero. <laughs> I didn't have the skills of the Tinder swindler. Bobby Bonchon, the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan Number Two's Thirty Second Skinny. Kane Brown released his collaboration with her. The song is called Blessed and Free. Yeah, I'm already blessed. Yeah, I'm already blessed and free. Yeah, I'm already blessed. Yeah, I'm already blessed and free. Pistolani's announced a Christmas album. It's called Hell of a Holiday. Old Dominion talks about their song. I was on a boat that day. This character in our story is much like the world that we live in. You know, he's gone through a tough time and, uh, you know, he's just, he's trying to get past a, a tough time. So what better way to do that than to get on a boat and get away from it all? So yeah. you, you can't not enjoy yourself and get away from it all when you're on a boat, right? I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So when this woman, Ashley Smith, was only eight years old, her house burned down. She lost everything as a kid, and her parents were definitely more focused on, okay, we need shelter, we need food, what are we going to do to take care of ourselves? But as a kid, she was like, what happened to all my toys? So now that she's an adult, she's created a nonprofit that focuses on getting toys into kids' hands who's lo- who've lost everything because of a wildfire. And so she just donated 20,000 toys to the children affected by the Caldor fire. What's great about that is, is that there are groups that are out helping people get their life back on track. But I think a lot of that comfort stuff is lost because it's not felt as it's a primary need. Right. But for a kid, it is a need. Mm -hmm. And since she experienced it as a kid back in 2007, she knows what it feels like. And so her mission is, yeah, let the other people take care of food, water, shelter, adult stuff. She wants to take care of the kids' stuff. That's awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time for Eddie, the oldest on our show. 42 years old. Versus Morgan, number two, the youngest on our show. 27 years old. Answering trivia questions about each other's generation. Let's play Elder versus Millennial. Up first. He's a dad of four. The Hispanic who don't panic. He was born and raised in McAllen, Texas. He's such a happy guy, his laugh is infectious. Hey. It is producer Eddie. Yeah. 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 His opponent. She runs all of our digital. She spends all morning doing the internet and blogs and loves to spend time hanging with her boyfriend and her dog. <laughs> it's Morgan, number two! <laughs> Eddie, you'll get three questions Yes. that Morgan would know the answer to. Who sings the song Say So that's behind the popular TikTok dance? I'm going to play you a clip oh, of good. Say So. Soldier Cast. Oh, God. Did I not get that right? What'd you say? Soldier Cast. Soldier Cast. It's incorrect. Oh, dang it. (laughs) I know how I messed up. (laughs) I know how I messed up. How'd you mess up? Because it's not Soldier. It's another one. Well, she's going to get it. So you can. Doja Cat. Morgan? Doja Cat. (laughs) There's Soldier Boy boy. and there's Doja Cat. There's no Soldier Cat. (laughs) Okay. 
Eddie, question number two. Kristen Cavallari has a brand of jewelry called Uncommon James. She got her start on what MTV show in 2004? Oh, that would be The Hills. And that would be incorrect. Uh, Morgan. That would be Laguna Beach. Correct. The Hills was from Laguna Beach. That's not the same. No, well, mm. it came from it. it yeah, yeah, it was okay. a spinoff. Over to Eddie. Okay. In the Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian, oh. what was the child's real name? <sighs> he was referred this. to by fans as Baby Yoda, but what was the real name from the show? I mean, I love Star Wars, but I've never seen The Mandalorian. What? And Baby Yoda, I know Baby Yoda. He's the little Yoda guy. I'm going to go with Grumlin. Soldier Cat. That's, <laughs> that's not true. No, that's incorrect. Morgan? Grogu. Say it again. Grogu. How did you know that? I watched The Mandalorian. I loved it. Yeah, it's Grogu. That's correct. She got all three. Yeah, this is not good. If she gets even one of yours right, it's over. Morgan, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Cosmo... Is the real first name of what character on Seinfeld? I thought you were going to go Fairy Godparents and then I was going to get it, but that's not it. Of what TV show? Cosmo is the real first name of what character on Seinfeld? Cosmo. Seinfeld. Never watched Seinfeld. But, you know, the name is in there, so Seinfeld would be a, a guess. Seinfeld. Yeah, so that, that's all I got. Not, I got not Jerry Seinfeld. Cosmo Seinfeld. <laughs> Cosmo Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, that's incorrect. <laughs> Eddie? Cosmo Kramer. Correct. Is the name. Oh, I thought Kramer was his first name. Mm-hmm. Huh. Cosmo. See? Uh, next one. Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds plays during the opening and closing credits of which iconic 80s movie? Here's a clip of the song. I know this. You do? The Breakfast Club. That's correct. Well, there goes that. She won that. Uh, The final question would have been, which Star Wars movie kicked off the Skywalker saga in 1977? The Skywalker saga. The... Gosh, I don't know. Those are the old ones that I didn't really enjoy. Um... The Rise of Skywalker? Incorrect. Would you know? A New Hope? Yeah, A New Hope, episode four. Wow. Good for you. But you yeah. saw it's too late. Hey, our winner that. is Morgan, though. Great Ooh. job. Great job. That's fine. Eddie, you really... No, it's not very good. That, I feel like I would have made it a better game if I would have gotten Dolja Cat right, but I missed it by one letter. It's also not right. Dolja Cat. It's, it's not Doja. Doja. Oh, dang. Okay, well, maybe not then. <laughs> I have a collection of money stories. So because of that, money, 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 an artist was given $84,000 by a museum, and they said, take this money and go make a work of art. Oh, boy. That's cool. Uh, that's quite that's the advance. This yeah. guy must be really good. Big commission. 84 grand. Come on. And said, go do your thing. And you bring it back to us, and we want to we highlight you, highlight the art. And so when he delivered the piece he was supposed to make, it wasn't what they thought it would be. Instead, the artist, Jens Hang, gave the Museum of Art two blank canvases and said they were titled, Take the Money and Run. Oh! <laughs> see, that's real art right there. I love it. I mean... Argue that it's not art! Exactly, you can't. <laughs> Tell the story, then put the canvases up. Mm-hmm. And it made this news! That's so cool. You know what's like the person who took the, the banana and up against the wall? Do you guys ever see that one? No. 
Or the person who did the invisible thing. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> Nothing. It was invisible. It's invisible and they got paid <laughs> for it. And they sold it's like art. an NFT of it or something for, for a ton of money. More money. A con man from Louisiana allegedly made over $300,000 by tricking airlines into believing they had lost his luggage on more than 180 occasions. Oh, my. From 2015 to 2020, he kept pulling this. He's looking it up to 20 years in prison. Whoa. I mean, I haven't heard of that scam before. So he never had luggage, but he would just tell him that it was gone? I would assume this happened. This is me just assuming, right? The story I tell myself about this guy is that he did it once because it really happened to him. And he was like, it was that easy? Let me do it again. Oh, let me do it again. Yeah. Yeah, and he's flying that much? A fraudster made over $300,000 by convincing American Airlines, United, Southwest, they had lost his luggage on more than 180 occasions. JetBlue in Alaska also fell victim to Pernell Jones Jr.'s fraudulent lost luggage claims over a five-year period. Wow. And now up to 20 years in jail. He had been submitting fake claims for lost luggage. He racked up hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, at some point, though, don't you go, I've just made six figures. I need to stop. No. Eventually, I'm going to get caught. It's not the way our minds work. We want more, always. The ploy involved him booking domestic flights using preloaded gift cards in order to avoid leaving a trace of his real name and address so he could make bookings under a fictitious identity. What? He would then fly in or out of New Orleans Airport using a forged form of identification before claiming the airline had lost the luggage for that person that he made up. This guy I went mean, hard. The fact that he flew like that is more scary to me. But I don't know that he ever got on a plane and flew. Oh, It doesn't okay. sound like he actually got on the plane. But he, well, I don't know. He's, Does uh, it? Well, if he did, that's what, what worries me is like, why was he able to fly? If he, if it make it through security. Prosecutors claim Jones became so brazen in his money-making plot that sometimes he wouldn't even bother bringing a bag along with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was still able to obtain a ticket for a checked bag and then file a fake lost luggage claim. And then sometimes for like 3500 bucks. He's also charged with mail fraud. Hmm. I don't see anything about him actually going up in a plane. Okay, though. well, maybe not up, but if he made it through security... Do so you know, it, no, I don't even know that he made it through security. Okay. But it just hit me how he did it. He would go to those kiosks and say one check bag. Yes. So you print out your little your. But slip. don't they check you there? When I, whenever I have to go through that, they also give you a ticket. Yes. Uh huh. Because it's on the thing. They just peel it off and they you put it on your own luggage. Boom. And then he would just get the ticket and then. And ah, I guess walk he away. didn't go through security with right. his ID with the, okay. until because okay. they do say, "Do you have a ticket?" That's incredible. Wow. Which part's more incredible to you, the money or the fact that you want to jail for 20 years? Uh, well, 20 years, that's a little harsh. Come on, man. I mean, all he did was get well, some I don't think money. so. No, You're messing with all kinds of things. $300,000. If you go rob a bank for $300,000, that's 20 years. Boy, that guy went hard. Yeah, yeah Like, that's the kind of guy you ask, like, hey, what other stuff are you thinking about so we can stop <laughs> other people from doing it? <laughs> like, you use this kind of person to your advantage. Like, we'll peel a few years off. Creatively think of some other scams. You know, that's what they do sometimes with terror activity. They, yeah, they, and hackers. They bring in especially with things like terrorist, you know, domestic terrorist stuff, they go, okay, let's bring in some really creative people. What would you do? How would you get, how would you terrorize us? And then they kind of do, you know, at one point in my career, last year, I hired people to listen to the show and tell me how they would beat my show. I mentioned this on the air. Yeah. I paid two different people that I trusted to listen to the show for a month and then give me the game plan on how to beat me if I were to launch a new show against me. Like I wanted, and and they did, and I paid them, and my company got kind of mad at that. <laughs> but, I, but you know what? I did it because I felt like that's how I could figure it out. 
And just so you know, he did fly on those planes. He did? Ah. Yeah, upon landing, prosecutors say Jones would then tell the airline it had lost his luggage. So you so, can get on planes that easily like that? Yeah, so he was, go- him, he was going through security. He was okay. going up and presenting a lost baggage so claim. That- I'm surprised the ID would go through because you have to swipe that. Don't you have to, like, they look at your ID? Mm, not, we, all, yeah. not all the time. Yes, yes, they, they do. Always they always check look at your ID. No, 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 but they don't always scan it. But they look at your face. They don't, Is he yeah. getting a fake ID every time? Probably. Ooh. Or, I mean, the, the, uh, that makes up it, it scarier. Up it. We need more than 20 years. You can't do this. People can't do this. You can't fool. That but, just, but, but we'll peel some back if you tell us how. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Luckily, his scam was, you know, luggage money. money. What yeah. if he was, like, wanting to do something crazy on an airplane? I mean, oh. And can we not give him all the credit? He had a buddy with him. They, there was two of them. That buddy Fire Roscoe. Uh. <laughs> Ransom errands. Uh. Uh, finally, one more story about money. <laughs> it's unfortunate but common when a family's fight over inheritance happens after a death. This teenager got the money, and everybody else is mad at him. A granddaughter is refusing to split her inheritance with anybody or her sister. 19-year-old is taking care of her sick grandpa for six months, so he left her $60,000. Wow. And everybody else is, is up S Creek. And she's well, 19 she years old. But she was the one that took care of him. For the last six months. Okay, yeah. That's not a long, long time, mm-hmm. but taking care of any elderly person, if you're the primary caregiver, that's a lot of work. Hey. It's a lot. And if those grandpa other- did what grandpa did, you gotta yeah. respect grandpa's rights. <laughs> and those other family members, they weren't there doing it. And that's what we call money, 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 money. Thank you. I can't believe he got up in the plane. The story I read never had him going up in the plane. It's crazy. That makes it scarier. Yeah. But he wasn't doing it for that. He was doing it for the money. He was doing it for the money. But he has to create a fake ID every time because you crazy. have to pull your mask down for them to go. Okay, that's you. Yes, and then... The, and with each name he's using. And the cost of tickets, so, I mean, is he really making that much money? Yeah, he is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> voicemails. We get voicemails. It's the same number that when you call the show, just this line picks up, and we encourage you to leave us a message. 877-77-BOBBY. Guys, I'm about two weeks behind listening to the podcast, and I finally got to the point where Lunchbox does his celebrity bit next to a tour bus. You have officially topped the cringiness of Scott's Tots. Oh, my God. Lunchbox, you're not famous, dude. Just enjoy riding the curtails of Bobby and Amy. Scott's Tots is the cringiest episode of The Office. Oh, for sure. Where he promises all the kids he's going to send them to college when they're in, like, first grade. Then he has to go back and be like, sorry, I can't afford it now. (laughs) So that's our Scott's Tots, apparently. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thanks. And I don't know what curtails are, but, I mean, if anything, I ride my curtails. True. We're for sure riding your cartels. Uh, here's number two. Hey, Bobby Bone Show. First time caller. My husband is a Potterhead. And in fact, he has watched the movie hundreds of times. I even caught him watching with closed captions on so he could catch the names of all the characters and places. So maybe Lunchbox and Eddie should try that so they could pass their quiz. Just some advice, guys. Oh, yeah. Good point. I watch everything with closed captions on. Still don't remember the Me names. Too. I watch everything now, period. Why do you do it? Every. Because I do it because I have four kids and it's so loud. In order for me to watch and listen to anything, I have to read it. It's a, a different set of circumstances every time. One, it could be Stanley, our bulldog, snoring if it's in the evening and he's in our bedroom, just nonstop. Uh, two, it could be I may be losing a little bit of my hearing from wearing headphones my whole oh, life. Oh, man, yeah. Um, three, our living room, this the TV sound, we've tried everything. It's not perfect. Just different reasons. Yeah, yeah, it work. It works for us. No, I love it. Mostly probably number two. <laughs> uh, here's one more. Morning, studio. I've been listening for a really long time now, since 2008. 
through iHeartRadio, and I had this thought that I think Amy has just gotten funnier over since she became a mom. Has anyone else noticed that? Like her jokes are great now. Like she will insult Lunchbox, no problem. Really, anyone on the show. So just curious if anyone else has noticed that. Love you guys. Oh. You're a bit more insulting now. That you yes. become a mom. That's, that's, that's true. Yeah. Well, how about that? I just realized that. Leave us your voicemails if you want. Eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. It's mainly a podcast listener thing, but if you're listening now and you can't get in. Hit it up. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a McDonald's worker supposedly got back at a rude customer by putting sweet and sour sauce all over the top of their McFlurry instead of caramel sauce. Okay, that's funny, but I don't like people messing with food. (laughs) You can't do that. You can't do that. It does look similar. And if a customer's rude, that that stinks, and maybe they'll serve time for it in karma jail. Ooh. So when you but worked, I don't like that. I don't like messing with food. Yeah. So you, when you worked in food, though, did you ever? I know you would never nope. do it. But like, did you see nope. other waiters or mm-hmm. anybody? And if I did, that would have been the end of that. Because I'd have beat them up. No, I'm oh. just kidding. I told on them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you don't mess people's food. That it, I don't care. Either you don't serve them because they're a jerk. Or you serve them the food that they asked for and let karma do their justice. Yeah, so they the person, I guess, posted the video to social media to be like, ha-ha, look what I'm doing. Fired. And Yeah, they were. Don't they worry. Have to be. But it's like, that's also kind of a bonehead because why would mm-hmm. you put yourself out there? I was watching a, a, a TikTok of a guy who worked for, we'll say one of the companies like FedEx or UPS, okay? Or Amazon, like a delivery guy. Okay. And he was like, if I see this certain political flag, I don't deliver their package. I just take it back and be like, oh, oh you weren't there. Oh. <laughs> And then somebody else stitched it, which means they did a TikTok on the same one. And he goes, okay, hey, I just found you. Tracked them on Facebook because of their name. Reached out to their FedEx manager. Told them the guy got fired. Got wow. him. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you see that, Mike? Yeah, he said the company name. He said. Oh, company name. I, yeah. What? Well, I said all three of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't I said, know which like one. like a FedEx or an Amazon or a UPS. Yeah. Or. DHL. Or. or that uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what else? So how do y'all feel? We're, we're 90 days or less than till Christmas, but a hotel has put up a Christmas tree in their lobby and guests <sighs> went to check in and they were like, oh, taken aback, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why? Pump the brakes on Christmas. What hotel was it? Um, Gosler Leathers? <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> if it was in the North Pole, it'd be okay? <laughs> Oh, I'm just question? saying the closer to Antarctica, the more acceptable it is. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, when is everybody going to start decorating for Christmas on the show? Because I feel I'm like... fine with it. Whatever makes you happy, have at it. It's if, too early, man. Okay, great. For you, you had a snowman up in your yard well, till March of last year. Well, I was getting year. paid to do okay, that. Okay, great. Everybody's and got a reason. Santa, by the way. Hey, everybody's got a reason. <laughs> I feel like Eddie's the kind of person, if he walked in this hotel and saw it, he would put in a guest complaint. Totally. I would write in that comment box. Take that down. <laughs> it would be funny. But also, they're probably doing it for the exact reason we're talking about it. Just for reaction. Oh, yeah. Okay, good point. They should put one up in, like, July. Like, that would get real reaction. Well, yeah, they do. Some places do do Christmas in July. Never seen a hotel do one. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. All right, next. Alan Jackson revealed to Jenna Bush Hager on the Today Show that he has a CMT disease that he's inherited, which stands for Charcot-Marie-Tooth Syndrome. I thought you were talking about the channel. I was... The CMT oh, yeah. disease. That, yeah, very, same letters. Okay. But uh, it affects the signals that your nerves send to your arms, your hands, your legs, and your feet. And he actually was diagnosed 10 years ago, but is just now uh, talking about the condition. And yeah, he, he inherited it from his dad. And that stinks. And we hope he's able to fight through that and continue making music. But isn't it weird how the body has all these little things we have no idea about and yeah. one thing can mess you up? Oh, like yeah. Billions of, like, 
what is that again? Not the name of it. Like, what is it? It's like it affects the the nerves that the signals to your nerves that allow you to move your arms, your legs. And he, he wanted that, to, the signals. We can hurt it. We can mess up a signal. And he wanted to put it out there too because as he's performing, he didn't want people to think that he was drunk on stage if he's stumbling at all. But then he could get drunk on stage and just go and blame it on that. Oh. <laughs> if he wanted to, ah, that stinks. Yeah. Hope he's hope he's able to to fight that and you know still go out and play music. All right, I'm Amy. That's my pal. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Oh, Todd, he's stressed out in life. Things are just going bad. Had a stressful week. Going to go out and do some mountain biking. Puts his helmet on, gets on his bike, riding. Boom, he crashes and hurts his chest. Paramedics respond, and he's in dire straits. Well, luckily, there's there's another mountain biker that rolls up. Happens to be a doctor. Forms an emergency tracheotomy wow. right there on the mountain bike trail. Put a hole in his throat. Put a huh? hole in his throat because that's, he couldn't breathe. That's, that's a real deal. You know what? All that's awesome. Like the fact, too, that you're so lucky that someone comes up behind you that's also a doctor and could do, because not all doctors, a podiatrist ain't going to do an emergency <laughs> tracheotomy. <laughs> Uh, that being said, you used a term we've never heard you use before, so you must have been exposed to it recently. What is it called? Dire Straits. Yeah, I don't know how I got that. Is uh, it on the paper? Um, not that I see on here. I thought that was just a band. Is that a real It is, thing? yeah. And did he use it correctly? He did. I oh. think maybe I heard a news story about someone was in Dire Straits. Maybe I was watching a Dateline something. Okay. And so I just heard it, and I was yeah. like, oh, that sounds like they're in trouble, so I'm going to use it sometime. Yeah. That was smooth, huh? Yeah, sounded good. You owned it. Dire straits, the definition is, in a very bad or difficult situation. Oh, good hey. job, lunch. Vocabulary word of the day. Hit it. You know those There's calendars? No hitting it. We don't have a sounder. <laughs> yeah, you know, hit the, we should we should have a sounder. Vocabulary word you of the day. You can't even say vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, but hey, shout out Dr. Jesse Conan, who happened to be mountain biking and did that tracheotomy. Oh, yeah, it's good. Like Got him out of the dire straits. Okay, now you don't have to do it again. <laughs> all right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Put your thinking caps on. Let's try to figure out the investigative morning corny. Here we go. The morning corny. What's the cutest of all seasons? Okay, we have 90 seconds, guys. Okay, all seasons. Spring. Spring. Summer. Summer. Autumn. Mm. Winter. Winter. The cutest of all seasons. Okay. Cutest. Uh, when when a spring, summer, and fall, all you gotta do is call, and I'll, and I'll be, be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you guys singing? You got uh, James friend. Taylor. Yeah, James Taylor, bro. Um, Bones, I don't know Just where to go with this. The cutest season. Okay, let's think about season. What if, what if it's a seasoning? Nah. No. <laughs> hey, let me. Don't know me. We're spitballing. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. You're right. The cutest season. A season. Not a holiday lunchbox. A season. Th- but there are well, only, there's spooky there's season. Only four, oh, there's there's uh, Scissor Raymundo. Oh, that's my vote. He's kind of cute. cute. Yeah, he's cute, cute little guy. I'm not, I'm not voting for that. <laughs> the cutest season. There's winter, winter season. What's the time left, Mike? It's fall. Fall's yeah. not gonna be it. Yeah. Autumn. Autumn's a season. Autumn is fall. Autumn is fall. Same thing. Okay. I would, I don't know why we have a different name for fall. Spring break season. Autumn. Cute. Pumpkin season. Pumpkin season. Thanksgiving season. Holiday season. What's the cutest season? Oh, you little cute season. What is the cutest of all seasons? Oh, you little cute season. Little little something. Oh, you little cute. Oh, you little cute. Oh, you little cute. 
Oh, okay. Five seconds. Would we do we do season? Offspring. Season. Offspring. 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 That's not cute. Were they little offspring babies? Offspring. An offspring is not. That's all we got. I like Cizan Raimundo. No, it's offspring. All right, do that one then. I like a personal choice of Cizan Raimundo. Okay. Because I don't think it's offspring, and I want to give our boy Cizan a shout out. Why not? The morning corny. What is the cutest of all seasons? Cizan Raimundo. What's the cutest of all seasons? Autumn. You were so close. Dang. I mean, we said it, but we didn't say it like that. Does that count? And now we're officially in autumn right now. (laughs) I'm really getting into Only Murder in the Building on Hulu. Steve Martin, Martin Short, and And Selena Selena Gomez. Gomez. And she's really good in it. Really? Yeah, I think that's her thing. Her music's fine. Yeah, but acting is where she... Well, I guess maybe acting and music. Well, she's a Disney, Disney kid. yeah. But she's good in it. They're all really good. That To me, they're only 30 minutes. If you have Hulu, the first couple episodes, you're just trying to figure out what it's about. But it's about these people who live in this apartment building. They don't know each other, but they all listen to this murder podcast. And then there's a murder in their building. And they kind of come together and they start doing a podcast trying to figure out who the, the murderer is. That's cool. It's funny. It's kind of goofy, but it's also like a murder mystery. But I recommend it. We're not done yet. But it's called Only Murders in the Building uh, on Hulu, if you have okay. Hulu. Uh, <laughs> Eddie, what are you watching? Okay, so I started watching a show called Ordinary Joe. There's only one or two episodes out right now. and Describe it. What's it about? Okay, so Ordinary Joe, it's a guy named Joe, and he's graduating college, and he's got three ways to go. He's like, all right, do I go with the girl that I've been kind of seeing and dating through college? and go see where that life takes me? Do I go straight and go with this girl I just met on graduation day? I kind of like her. Or do I go have lunch with my family? And that could lead me to being a cop because my whole family are all cops. True story or fiction? No, fiction. It's written. Okay, got it. So he basically has to just kind of, he's standing there and goes, all right, what's my life going to be in these three, if I take these three different directions? And then it's hypothetical. And the first episode is so good. It's like, oh, he does, he plays out every scenario he thinks that his life could be. What platform? It's on NBC. Oh, like TV. NBC TV, and, and it's live, so we I think there are only two episodes now, and it's going to come out weekly. Okay. So I guess, That'd yeah. That'd be pretty easy to find then. Especially yes. if you can talk into your remote. Mostly those shows are just on demand, too, if they've already aired. Like, if I was uh, in a boardroom at NBC and they pitched that show to me, I'm all in. I don't know if it's going to be good. I have no clue, but the first episode got me. It Ordinary Joe. Have you watched it? 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Lord. Oh, Um, (laughs) Morgan, what did you watch? (laughs) So there's a new show on Netflix. You could call it a documentary. It's called Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified. And I've always believed in aliens. I'm all about space and all of that stuff. And this whole series is them talking about finally all of the stuff we got in that new law that got passed when the government had to release all of the information they had on UFOs, extraterrestrials, everything. And... I'm not going to give anything away, but... But they're aliens. She doesn't want to spoil it. She's like, but they're, they I, talk to them. I'm they interview them. I'm just going to say, there's so much that they've been holding from us. And they have all these like specialists on talk about these instances that happened so many years ago, like in the 1950s. And now we're in 2021 and 70 years later, we're looking back on it finally for the first time. It's wild. Like the the imagery is a little cheesy because obviously they don't have video of these incidents. Claymation. Exactly. It's like Gumby. <laughs> But they do, like, they have these panelists on, and they talk about it. And so the panelist part, like, if you're listening to it, it's so good and so interesting if you're into aliens at all. I read a lot of those 
or, or I read the abbreviated version. Of, and they said they really didn't find anything. Oh, yeah. No, that's a lie. <laughs> They're lying to you, Bones. Okay. Eddie, your show is called? Ordinary Joe. Morgan, your show is called? Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified. And that's on? Netflix. And mine's Only Murders in the Building on Hulu. On uh, Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to play this song right here, what game show would it be? Jeopardy. Yeah. Maybe the most classic mm-hmm. game show music ever. That's not that's not the theme song, is it? Oh, is that just when they're it's thinking? The waiting. The no, no, music? it's the theme song. Is it? When it comes yeah. On? Yeah, I don't know. I, so. I don't think so, Eddie. I don't think it starts like this. Really? Yeah. But it is the what we know Jeopardy from. Okay. So, you guys write your answers down. Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie. If you miss it, you're out. Uh, why do we do that? What? Because I like a good they're, comeba- they're pretty easy. I like the good comeback story. Yeah, sorry. All right, here we go. <laughs> Name this game show. Okay. Amy. Price is right. Lunchbox. One of my goals in life is to be on the price and right. The price and right. No, the price and right. Price is right. Okay. Interesting. Eddie. Price is right. There you go. Good. Next up, name this TV game show theme song. What? I thought you said these were easy. Yeah, this is not easy. Oh, is that the whole thing, Ray? Yeah, that's way harder than I thought it was going to be. Okay, we'll just play a, uh, play a seven then. Okay, <laughs> thank you. That, that one's almost impossible. Especially because there's no more. Do we guess anyway? Yeah. You can still probably get it. I got something. Amy? Uh, 10,000 pyramids. 10,000 pyramids is not right. Lunchbox? The $20,000 pyramid? <laughs> At least that's a game. <laughs> uh, Eddie? Uh, the shopping spree? No. It's Will of Fortune. Really? No what? I know. All right, next up. Yes. Amy? Who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? That's a strong game. That's still on its indication. Ooh, I don't know. I think so. We can do Who Wants to Be a Hundred Air on this show with one of you guys. Oh. I am down. But can we phone a friend and do all that? Yeah, can we? Ask, I'll phone you. But you can, no, I'm hosting it. <laughs> you can street shout out. Oh, I have a phone you a friend. You can phone a friend from uh, in studio. Okay. Oh. Yeah, okay. Like call out to a friend. This is fun. We can do that next week, later right. this week or something. What, today's Thursday. So either tomorrow, next week we'll play Who Wants to Be a Hundred Air, but we'll, we'll have to figure out who gets to play. You don't want to do Thousand Air? Nah, because okay. I got to pay for this stuff. You guys act like the company's <laughs> yeah. paying for these bills. I was thinking 10000 here. No, oh, okay. I got to pay for this stuff with my own money. All right, next up. <laughs> this one's pretty easy. On the count of three, everybody say it. One, two, three. Survivor. Good. We have a... Uh, Three more. Old school. 
would be my dream to host a game show. I've tried. I've gotten very close to some of the big ones, but I, they've never hired me before. They've always like taken real celebrities because I'm a fake celebrity. Based on your track record, I think you have a good chance. I don't know. I, dude, I'm telling you, I've gotten so close, and they're like, nah, we have to go with someone who's actually famous. Oh, wow. But have any of those game shows worked out, or <laughs> yeah. is it, are you glad you really? didn't get it? No, I'm not glad I didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, no. They, oh. they were going to bring me in for the new version of The Weakest Link. Didn't get that. Um, had meetings about that. Then the one, No Whammy. Oh, press your luck. Mm-hmm. And they have a really famous actress that does that. Didn't get that. So, yeah, they're always like, you know, we're just going to actually go with someone who actually is famous. They tell you that? Hey, yeah. That's rude. They're like, they test well because they're because <laughs> people oh, know who they are. All right, can you name that one? Go, Amy. Love Connection? No, Lunchbox? Newlywed Game. Mm-mm. Eddie? What? Love Connection. No. It's the match game. Oh, oh it's so same. close. You were so close. All right, we have two left. Name this game show theme or this show theme. Oh. Amy? Dancing with the Stars. Lunchbox? Temptation Island. Eddie? Yeah, Bachelor in Paradise. Well, one of you is right. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. What's up, guys? Should've Y'all didn't watch that. Bobby? Welcome to Dancing with the Star. Wow. Here he is to tango. Now tangoing. <laughs> Badly. Bobby and his partner, Shauna. <laughs> yeah, Bobby. Bobby. All right. Uh, Amy takes the lead. Last one. Here we go. You know this, Amy? I mean, she put her pen away very confidently. Wow. No, but lunchbox. What do Newlywed you game. Newlywed game. Incorrect. Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. Eddie. It sounds so old school. I'm going love connection. No, it's not it. Amy. Twenty thousand dollar pyramid. I'll give it to you. It's the one hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Oh, wow. yay! Yeah. That yeah. game. So that game grew in numbers as it got <laughs> older. I had the ten thousand. Yeah. Uh, there's your winner, Amy, who actually yeah. dominated that. <laughs> Amy, could you have named this one right here? Uh, yeah. Amazing Race. Correct. Wow. Could you have named this one? That's old. You probably wouldn't get that one. Anybody else can hop How in? How old? It's not on anymore. Fear Factor? Yeah. Uh, wow. Really? Wow. Deathmatch. Wow. This one? Oh. oh my gosh. What is that? Is... What is... Sounds like Hawaii 5 The voice. Uh, really? Two more. Name this one. I got it. Big Brother. You watch that? I've, this is my <laughs> second season. I watched last season, this season. You like it? This season's so much better. Last season was god awful. I thought, I was like, so what why made is you Ray go Ray... back? What made you go back? Everybody kept telling me, all these Big Brother fans kept saying, just give it one more shot. Give it one more shot. So I did. Would you be jealous if Ray went on? No, after watching two seasons of Big Brother, it seems like the most miserable show to be on because they are literally in a house for 100 days, it feels, uh, and they have nothing to do. But they're getting famous. You can't name one famous Big Brother person. Johnny Bananas. Nope, that's real world. (laughs) That's real world Key West, then the challenge. Uh, Final one. Gotta be 80s. 
Supermarket sweep. That's oh, it. Yeah. Okay. Lunchbox spent the day out at the diamond mine a couple days ago. And if you would have found a big million dollar diamond, he was quitting the show. But you found no diamonds. Found no diamonds. Was hard very work dis- though too, huh? Oh, hard work, sweat, back breaking stuff. I mean, you're just bent over in the dirt for eight hours. I'm like, not for me. So what did you find that you come in so excited about today? So I was sitting at home and I was just looking at my, what were not, you know, diamonds were rocks. And I was looking, I was like, oh my gosh, guys, I have two rocks that we need to put up for sale because I have one that is shaped like Abraham Lincoln's face on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> oh. I need to see this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Abraham Lincoln on Mount Rushmore. It's just, you know, I, it's, I mean, you you can't look at that and say that's not Abraham Lincoln on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> that's well, I tiny. can't see. It's like the size it's of my It's so pinky tiny. Nail. The size yeah. of a pea. It's, yeah. it's yeah, gravel it, in the driveway. It's not life size, guys. It's Go not ahead. like Mount that's Rushmore. That's what makes it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And yeah. then when I hold up this one, the first thing you see, it's Woody the Woodpecker. You mean Woody Woodpecker? Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> Let me see. Woody, Where? Woody Man. the Woodpecker. What did I say? I, I don't see him. Man, I don't you see don't see either. Oh, my gosh. Guys, nose, his hair. Oh, I back see like it that, that way. Yeah. Well, I do see yeah, it that exactly. way. Exactly. I don't know what you're looking at. Amy, that looks like Woody eyes. the Woodpecker. Amy, huh. uh, Google Woody the Woodpecker. No, it's Woody Woodpecker. It's not the. <laughs> there's no the. <laughs> What? There's no duh. It's not though, Woody the Woodpecker. I, I That's like saying it, Mickey the Mouse. No, it's <laughs> Woody the Woodpecker. I it's like it Spider Woody the Man. The There's no Woody the Woodpecker. It, it's Woody sure? Woodpecker. I don't know where you were raised, but where I was raised is Woody the Woodpecker. Yeah, Lunchbox and I must have. It's Woody Woodpecker, isn't it? Yes, Woody Woodpecker. Woody the Whatever you guys are saying, when you look at him, you cannot help but see him right here. Amy, look. Bones, do you really see it? Yes, I do looking that way a little bit. So wow. the profile. Okay, I see it. Yeah, it's, no. the, profile it's the profile of Woody the Woodpecker. Okay, okay, stop calling him Woody the Woodpecker. It's not Woody the Woodpecker. So I don't know hey, which lunch one. lunch the box. <laughs> it is Woody Woodpecker. Okay. I don't know which one's more valuable. Abraham Lincoln from Mount Rushmore or Woody Pecker. Woody, Woody Pecker. Woody no, Woody Woodpecker. Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Woody Pecker. <laughs> I mean, guys, I'm telling you, Woody Woodpecker rock, by the way. Whoa, I can't throw them, Amy. Do you have a list of other things that have sold? Yes, because I I looked it up last night. I was like, how much money can I make? Unless, you know, low end. There was a jelly bean that had Kate Middleton's face on it. $815. What? Her her face, but it looked like her face. Yeah, it looked like her face. Okay. Kate Middleton. Yeah, that's low end. I mean, that's that's chump change, right? Got it. A chicken nugget that looked like George Washington sold for $8,100. I've heard about that one. I'm looking at this chicken nugget now. It looks no more like George Washington than his dang rock does. Woody Woodpecker. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well. A Cheetos. You know, like the Cheetos. I mean, the che- che- Cheetos. I, I haven't thought about Woody Woodpecker in, guys, 10 years. <laughs> this is, to me, this is the greatest segment ever. Go ahead. I, it, resembling the gorilla Harambe or whatever, you know, the Harambe. 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 Yeah. What I, sorry, guys, I don't know Harambe. That looks like the gorilla that Cheeto does. It wow. Sold it for does? $99,000. No way. Okay. No, no way. I need to start looking for Go ahead. Then, things. Then the, the crown jewel of them all, a McDonald's nugget, again, shaped like one of the Among Us crewmates in some video game, $99,997 sold. That was recent. That was just brand new. So you have, again, I, the two- I have, I have Abraham Lincoln, like it looks like he's on Mount Rushmore, or I have Woody the woodpecker. Let Woody woodpecker. <laughs> Woody woodpecker. Let me see Abraham Lincoln. Be Pass careful. it around here. Be careful. Don't. But, but it's a rock. Be careful. Hey. Okay. Well, you don't want to chip it, and then maybe his yeah, nose exactly. Falls off. His nose comes off, right. and now oh it doesn't look. Like- <laughs> you it see it, Amy? Like Let me it see. It does look like Abraham Lincoln, guys. Yeah. 
Let me see. Let me see. But but beard. Let me see. But bones, it is the Mount Rushmore version. Yes. Not top hat. Yeah, there's no top hat. It's just yes. It looks like Ricky Gervais. No. Maybe that would go for more. It looks like Ricky Gervais. Okay, and then this is. Let me see. Which way do I turn it to get Woody? Well, hold on. You got to that way. Yes. There you go. To me, it looks more like. Wait, I don't know which way to turn it. Well, now I'm struggling to know which way it is, Amy. That's it. Or Woody Woodpecker. Oh, stop! You don't see it, Bones? Stop! Look at that. More like a llama. No. Oh, a llama. Is there a famous llama? Llama, llama, red pajama. (laughs) What's that? It's a kid's book, dude. Put it up as both and see see if it gets bids on either one. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Put them up on eBay? I'm putting them up on eBay. I mean, I see Abe. I saw the Abe too. Exactly. I'm telling you guys, and you see, you see Woody the Woodpecker. Dude, I would chase Llama Llama Red Pajama. <laughs> oh, man. Amy, you need a microphone. Amy's just walking around the studio. <laughs> no, 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 just talking no, no. to nobody. You know we're on the air, right? Amy thinks we're just hanging out right now. He would make so much money if he got all four people from Mount Rushmore and lined them up. Oh. Back to the diamond mine he goes. Yes. Oh, man. So I'm thinking, what do you guys think? What? How much do you think I should list Abraham? That's the big Big price. Yeah, I, right I think it's probably, I, that's way more. I'm telling you, there's something. To, I'm looking at Llama Llama Red Pajama. Quite popular. Very popular. I even had spinoff books. Llama Llama at Home with His Mama. Whoa, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, and there's another one. We read another one. Llama Llama something. I don't know what, the, what it's called, but yeah. Mama, he gets sick, so he has to stay home from school. And then he gives his cold to Mama, and he knows what Mama needs. Rest is best. Llama Llama home with mama. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Let's go, man. We got it. So you what do you think though? I think it's I think you're gonna get more for Woody Woodpecker, although it's gonna be hard. You're gonna have to draw have a drawing beside it. Oh, I mean just, that. I, it's not that hard. You put the photo uh, next to it side by side and they're gonna be like identical. What do you think? Woody? You think it's the pecker or the llama? The- Eddie. Uh-huh. Is it the pecker or the llama? Look mm. at it. <laughs> I don't honestly guys, I don't see either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see either on that one. What are you we'll, talking about? We'll post them. We'll post them. But I think you should list them. Both. Hey, what is what are the starting prices? Oh, I think I mean Abraham has to be at least a thousand, right? No, you want to start low to create a bidding frenzy. Well, but if you say ten bucks, then you're going to get twenty three out of it. Okay. Okay, so we'll do at least five hundred. Five hundred, and I don't know what. I mean, I got to decide what is this Woody the Woodpecker or is he Llama Llama Red Pajama? I think you can. I think Woody would probably be worth more. It's a struggle. It's a little more struggle for me to see Woody because sure, yeah. I can see the llama. But I think maybe some old school cartoon people would want to get Woody Woodpecker. Okay, we're going Woody Woodpecker. Okay, and we'll start that off at hundred. And I mean, he, he Woody Woodpecker was created, I think, in 1940. So someone that would be really into him might visually not see as well now, oh, and they might visually buy impaired. The, we're going for the visually impaired market. Point. Yeah. No, uh-huh. I mean, I'm saying like blind folks. We got something for you. <laughs> That's not what I mean, but elderly, like I'm at 40, my vision is going. So if you're like 80, 90 years old, they might buy that from you. Do we even have an eBay account? Do you have one? I don't have one. I'm shocked you don't. Like I used to. Hey, Scuba Steve, raise his hand. What What do you think, Scuba? I've got an eBay account. I've had one since the '90s, so I can I can put it on my account if you like. I'll take a finder's fee or a no, cut. No, yeah. no, no. Okay, just five percent. How about your finder's five. fee is an apology for putting me in that hotel? I'm not apologizing for that. Okay, <laughs> then, 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 then you fault. get no fee. It was. A, I will take five percent. Five percent's fair. It's fair. Five no, percent. I did all. Listen, I drove a manager all the way. takes five percent. A manager too. takes fifteen percent. Hey, his five an per- agent takes ten percent. His five percent is putting me in the roach-infested motel. Okay, but, with the water park with green water. We're past Wait, that. Well, you We're never, not past it. You ain't been there. If, if <laughs> It'll be with me for the rest of my life. Okay, hold on. Hold on. He's guys, scarred guys. for life. If he puts it up, 
and doesn't charge a finder's fee, will you never bring that up again? No! Okay, then you can't. 5% of this. Scuba, yeah. if you load it, it sells. Oh. You get 5%. All right, thank you. I appreciate okay, it. There it is. We'll put That's it his job! It was your I'm job. Not to put it on eBay. Not to put it on eBay. It's his own account. Oh, my gosh. 5%. Then create a show account. That's your new job. No, don't create a show account. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with this. I don't want anything to do with money coming in. Uh, okay, here we go. Lunchbox is Anybody rocks. want to bid? No. In here? No. No. No, no, no. no, Amy? No. Your kids will love it. Which one? They won't. Well, I mean, you can teach them history by holding up Abraham Lincoln <laughs> no, in your true. house. Mm. Hello, la- kids. You know, this is Abraham Lincoln. He goes by the name, ladies and kids. <laughs> he, he goes by the name Honest Abe. He was born in a log cabin in Illinois. Okay. That's good. I'm surprised that you know that. Good. He was our 16th Good job. President. I don't know that. But what, Was he born in Illinois, though? Yeah, he was, was born he, in Illinois. Was he born in Kentucky? No, nope, oh, he was born in a log cabin in Illinois. I'm telling you, I did yeah. a... Did you do a report on that? I, I did a report in middle school on it, and then I had to do a report in high or school. was he born in Iowa? No. Nope. He was born in Illinois in a log cabin. Abraham Lincoln was born in LaRue County, Kentucky. I knew it. Oh, my gosh. In a log cabin. No, you, I said Kentucky. <laughs> well, what, well, Lunchbox, hey. why is he confused? Did well, he just, uh, let me tell you. Abraham re- Lincoln was born February 12, 1809 in Hogdenville, Kentucky. His mother was illiterate. His father was an uneducated carpenter and farmer. But, but then why when he did he live? move to Illinois? I don't know. That's not the point of this. Oh. Okay. Thank you all. We'll I guess my report out. in eighth grade and in junior year of high school was wrong. Because okay. I just copied the same report from one page to the next. Well, it was a log cabin. See, told you. What, who's right? <laughs> I said Kentucky who's right? and you hey, stopped hey, me. Mike Need, give me credit. Partial right. credit. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Ray Boost Jr. from Pennsylvania. A few months ago, he goes to the convenience store, buys himself a lottery ticket. He wins $100,000, right? So cool. Well, that was a few months ago. Let's go to last week. His wife sends him to the store again. Will you go get me some milk? Sure, I'll go. He's in there. I mean, I do have some extra money. Let me buy another scratch-off. It's a scratch-off ticket. He sits in the car, scratches it. He wins $1 million! Oh, man. Dollars! Partially. Did you tell that story to irritate Lunchbox? Of course. Yeah. Well, I kept looking over my shoulder to see what he think. How is that to tell me something good? That's like a here, rub it in Lunchbox's face. Let's That's make someone. Good. He won the lottery twice. That's inspiration. Like, yeah, you should hear that and be like, oh, there's hope. I no, could win. Eddie's doing that to make me feel bad. So it's really a, hey, let me make you feel bad about your life. Then I started thinking, what would we do with that money? And what Ray did, the guy's name is Ray Boost Jr., what he did was. He bought a house. It's already under contract. Yeah. He went that week, looked at a house, really? and put a contract yeah, on it. For him. I know that. I'll be buying an island. Okay. <laughs> With what? Uh, 1.1, what is it? 1.1 1. 1 million, 1. and then the, th- the 100,000. Yeah, you so 1.1 1. 1 mil. You're not, not buying, first of all, you're going to tax. So in the end, you're going to have about 600,000 okay. out of that. All you're right. Not, you're not buying an island with that. We'll see. Give me that money, and we'll find out. <laughs> This is not an argument I want to get into every week. I don't even know where to go from I don't either. Yeah. Eddie, great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Let's do it. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. The search efforts for missing people can be very intense. So you love it when anyone will come out and volunteer their time. I mean, this is obviously a story with Gavin Petito for a while. They were searching for her. But a guy was reported missing on Tuesday. His family and friends couldn't find him, lost complete contact with him. So they started searching for him. Well, he had gone out drinking with some friends. He had wandered into the woods, got a little lost himself, which was why it took him so long to reunite with them. But what happened, there were a bunch of people in the woods looking for him, and he didn't know what was going on, so he joined them. He helped for hours look for He was like, well, I'm here. Let me just help look for whoever you guys are looking for. And so he looked... 
Eventually, he noticed that one of them was yelling his name. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, I'm, I'm right here. And then authorities are like, yeah, that's you. They called off the search. He went home. Well, this is what? interesting and weird. Like, they weren't yelling his name from the beginning. <laughs> There's a watch crew calling my name. <laughs> <laughs> that is so bizarre. Hmm. How bizarre. How, How bizarre. bizarre. Whole thing. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Brian Laundry search, Gabby Petito, which, by the way, I'll say this, dog's a bounty hunter. Listen, if he goes out and he finds Brian Laundry, yeah. like... Thumbs up, national yeah. hero. Because he keeps saying, yesterday on TMZ, they were like, dogged bounty hunter said he's going to pull up to his spot in an hour. And I'm like, why would he reveal that? And they, I don't think he did. But it's like, dogged bounty hunter knows exactly where he is and he's going to get him. <laughs> and he'll be there. According to the dog's GPS, he's there in 54 minutes. <laughs> Heads up. Yeah, so, and I'm sure Brian Laundry's not sitting there on some Wi-Fi, you know, watching it. You know, like on Twitter, that sound. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you refresh. So... I keep reading the Dog the Bounty Hunter stuff, which I don't think there's anything new on Dog the Bounty Hunter, except yesterday he said he's going to find him in an hour. Anybody find any new dog stuff? <laughs> no. no. Okay. But if he finds them, like, let's go. More people, the better. They're trying to find this guy. But investigators aren't ruling out that Brian Laundrie could be somewhere along the Appalachian Trail in North Carolina. The Florida man walked away from his home in mid-September after returning from a trip without his fiance Gabby Petito. She disappeared. Her body was found in Wyoming. Homicide listed as the cause of the death. But again, they're not accusing him of anything yet. They want him. They want to talk to him. It's strange that he's gone. Do I think he's gone for a reason? Yeah, probably. You don't run away like this unless something's up. But Dog the Bounty Hunter is rounding up hiker survivalists and others as he heads to North Carolina himself to track down laundry. So, yeah, but he's, t- he's a suspect, right? I'm assuming everybody's a suspect. Yeah, okay. For sure, but, but th- it's just th- not- the point they keep saying is, we're not searching for him because we have a warrant out for his arrest. We want to talk to him. Oh, I'm sure they know something. Okay, about. so that's just so maybe he hears that and he's like, oh, they just want to talk to me. Maybe I'll go in. <laughs> maybe. Because I'm like, you are a, you are wanted. <laughs> <You're>, yeah. <laughs> like in my mind, he is a very wanted person of interest. How does this guy stay person of interest? I don't know. How, I, and did he take a bunch of cash with him? Did he, is he wearing a wig? Off the grid. Is he eating off the land? Like, is he eating berries and wild things and but mushrooms? Like, even and- if you go to the middle of nowhere, there's someone there. And there's a drone somewhere. There's someone always there. Like, you can't go anywhere in this country where no one's just not hanging out. Yeah, and but- they see him in Canada. The Canada thing I knew was kind of a farce from the beginning. It's a blurry... Uh, TikTok video and it's a bald dude with a beard. That's yeah. every bald dude. <laughs> Maybe he's wearing a wig. Yeah. Oh, or for, a shave. If I were Mustache. him, I would shave. I'd wear a wig. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd I'd go to Spencer's buy a fat suit. I mean, like I'd do I, all that. Yeah. Like I, if I walked by someone that was had hair and no beard, I wouldn't think it was him. Like I, every morning I walk in and see Scuba Steve. I, one eye goes okay. <laughs> it could be him. Just to make mm-hmm. sure. Because. But they can't. They can't find the guy. It's wild. He might be dead. Hmm. I mean, that's maybe why they can't find him because he went out and killed himself somewhere. And they don't get it. But I was listening to a guy who lives near the Florida area where they think he is because there's like six places they think this guy could be. And he goes, I don't think he's here. One, because he wouldn't make it. He goes, I've lived in this land for 30 years, like on the edge of it. And you don't go in here. The mosquitoes will kill you. Mm-hmm. If they don't, it's the snakes. And he starts listing all the animals. He says, secondly, if there's a dead anything, especially a body, there are buzzards. And he says, I haven't seen any buzzards. He says, so I don't think he's here. And if he is here, I don't know how he's surviving. And if he is surviving, well, never seen it before. But they cannot find him. Your theory, Lunchbox? 
Well, I, I like John Walsh's theory about how he planted his car there and everything to make it seem like he's there and he's somewhere totally different. So everybody is searching in that area when really he had a week's head start and he is somewhere else, maybe out of the country or across the country. But I think that makes more sense. And they did confirm that he went to the uh, phone store and bought a burner phone. Uh, but the, his lawyer said, I believe that the FBI has that phone, that he doesn't have it with him. And he has a warrant out for his arrest for using Gabby Barrett's credit card or debit card and you spending $1,000 after she was dead. He's a person of interest in her. Gabby Petito. Or, yeah. What, what did you say? Gabby, Gabby Barrett? Barrett. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. The country music world's like, what? I'm like, sorry. I, I was like uh, waiting to. Oh, correct. Gabby, I was like, anybody going to correct I, I, this? I, I, <laughs> there's too many Gabbies in my life. Oh, those my are God. two Gabbies I know. The uh, the phone thing's interesting because he started, he opened an AT&T account. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then left the phone, that new op- real life phone at his house. Like one day later, it's like opened an account, left it there. And the burner account, they think could have been his mom who had it and gave, correct. It, gave it to him. So I don't know if there's how they can't find him. I don't know. I don't think find. I feel like the government can find everybody. And I can't believe you can't trace burner phones. Like with all the technology, you would think you would be able to trace every single phone that is sold. I understand they. That's We're why we're all buying buy, burner phones today. <laughs> that's why everybody buys a burner phone when you're doing illegal stuff. But it's just crazy. An Illinois man who woke up with a bat on his neck. Like he woke up and was like, "Oh my goodness, there's a bat!" Like, and bats are small sometimes. Yeah, sucking his blood. Well, he died basically. It, because bit him. yeah, I bit him. Rabies. Whoa, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it was attached to his neck. An Illinois man who awoke to find a bat on his neck weeks ago died this month in the state's first human case of rabies since 1954. Dang, and not every bat has rabies, right? I don't know. I haven't tested like I would all. think some do, but not all of them. I would think a lot of them do because even if you touch one, you have to get a rabies shot, right? Just to be preventative. Yeah. Uh, they found the animal on his neck in mid-August. He declined treatment. Oh my oh. gosh! And a month later, he got symptoms of rabies and died. Man. The CDC and prevention uh, confirmed the diagnosis Tuesday. That's that, a bummer. That is crazy. I didn't know he declined treatment yeah, treatment when I read the story the first time. But that, yeah, that stinks. I had a friend, and it's not the same anymore. Listeners have told me, but who had touched a bat? Because bats look like almost big bugs they're sometimes. Cute. They're, they're really small. cute too. No, 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 no. No, they are from, from afar. Oh like, no, 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 close no, up. No. They're so cute. BS. Have you looked at their yes, little faces? Yes, with their they're little pig very noses. Cute. Okay. Anyway, they had to like shoot them with shots all in the stomach for a long time. It's since then gotten better, but in the last 10 years, it was like multiple shots in the stomach. Because of rabies? The rabies. Yeah, and didn't we have a listener call in and talk about it's like super expensive to get all that done. Like if you, and so that could be a reason if you decline it too, if you don't think you need it. And then, because I remember we were challenged. I I was like, what? There's no way it's like, did the caller say it was like $10,000? Or something? Yeah, I don't remember, but I think we could have got a GoFundMe up for that dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if it's sure. like I might die of rabies, can yeah. somebody please help me? All right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. On the phone, we have Lauren in Florida. Lauren, what's going on? Hello. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Okay, so living in Florida, we got the whole scoop on the brand laundry thing, whatever his name is. Um First of all, did you see on the news dog going and banging on his parents' door? We did. Dog walked like, right right up and was like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And he kept going back. Last night I saw on the news, they, he kept going back and back. They don't show you that on the news. But does he think they're just going to open the door and, like, welcome him in? I think he just, just wants the publicity. He just wants the publicity. But if he finds him, he deserves the publicity, you know? But, yes, I think right now it's just him wanting to be in the headline as well. 
<laughs> yeah, he's gross. Sorry, but he's gross. No, so what they're saying on the news here is the FBI does not want him helping because he can kind of, I don't know what the word is, hinder their, if he, they're saying if he finds evidence and stuff, it could maybe not be used in court. So they don't oh. want his help. It's in like interference. Yeah. I don't think he cares, does he? No, it's not like the bounty hunter. Yeah. He lives by his own rules. Yeah. It's crazy to me sometimes there can be something so solid and if there's like one mistake, but it's like legit something that could convict somebody, but someone did something wrong, like mishandled the evidence or whatever, and it gets thrown out. I mean, Eddie almost went to prison for extortion, but... Okay. (laughs) I know, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. No, I did it. They used a lie detector. That's not admissible in court. Um, Lauren, that's not true, by the way. Lauren, (laughs) thank you for the call, Lauren. We appreciate that. Sure. Have a great day, y'all. Yeah, you have a good day, too. Um, let's go to Audrey, also calling us from Florida. Audrey, what's happening? Good morning, studio. Morning. So, in talking about Woody the Woodpecker, or Woody Woodpecker, I'm sure, I'm still not sure who's right about that. But do you know what kind of woodpecker Woody is? Well, let's go to Amy, our bird expert. Amy? Is he a red-bellied woodpecker? He's not. Oh, I don't know then. Womp, womp. I don't know. That's That's the only visitor, that's the only woodpecker that comes to my feeder. Um, Woody is a pileated woodpecker. Oh, Googling now. <laughs> and that and that funny laugh that he makes, that's the sound that a pileated woodpecker makes. This real loud sort of laughing kind of call. Hmm. Cool. Cute. Th- thank you. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> so now you know. Now we know. I'm, I know way more about Woody Woodpecker than I ever thought I would. <laughs> so the woodpecker goes, and when I was walking in the woods the other day, I, I thought that? someone was playing a clip in the cartoon. <laughs> it was a dang woodpecker. Uh, hey, thank you for the call, Audrey. Have a great day. All right, have a great day. She brings that up because Lunchbox found a rock that looks like Woody Woodpecker, and he wants to sell it for what's the opening price? A thousand dollars. We're gonna get that up and see how much it goes for. We'll yeah. see. But, Can we oh. put a picture of Woody next to this rock and put yeah. it up on like our Instagram or Twitter? And don't forget about Abraham Lincoln. We can't. We won't forget about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> He's we will worth not. more. <laughs> All right, let's talk about how you got famous for just a second. Michael in North Carolina is on the phone. Michael, what is your story? Uh, it's about my sister, actually. She went to McDonald's on the Monopoly game and said she won the Monopoly place. And they gave her a bunch of free food and called the news media. And when she got home, there were like 10 news crews at her house. And she couldn't produce anything. She just kind of made it up. What? Oh. She didn't really win Monopoly and she said she did? That's hardcore. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, she just kind of made it all up. Did she admit to them she made it up or did she just not come out? No, she admitted she made it up. She just wanted the attention. Oh, my. Before Mission they accomplished. News. Take it for her. Mission accomplished. <laughs> they don't ask you for proof? I guess not. Wow. Okay. Uh, oh, hey, thanks for that call, Michael. All right. Thank you. Bye. That's a weird story. Yeah, that's wow. so weird. Uh, let's hear Eddie's story because Eddie did get wildly famous for a day. Yeah. What happened? I thought it was going to be longer than a day, but I was working news. I was a cameraman, and it was on a Sunday. I'll never forget it. It was a marathon. And I go out there, and I'm shooting video of the marathon, and I just put the camera on the tripod, and I shot a wide shot of the actual marathon. I sat back and just kind of looked around, and then I see a meteor in the sky, like a fireball. And this is 
nine o'clock in the morning. So it's daytime and the fireball just goes across the runners. And I look at my camera. I'm like, did I get that? And I rewind it, and I'm like, sure enough. So I run back to the station, and I say, guys, I caught a freaking meteor on camera. And the people, I mean, there are only three people working on the weekends. They're like, cool, thank you. Give me the tape and go back to work. So they did nothing. Monday morning, uh, the news director's like, let me see that tape. And he says, oh, my gosh, this is amazing, Eddie. So he starts sending it out to all the media outlets. Everyone picks it up. I get calls from CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, BBC, Al Jazeera, all of them. They call me at home and say, Eddie, come back. Everybody wants to interview you. And you did all those interviews? Yeah. Here's a clip of Eddie on which one? CNN. Okay, here you go. Take a look at this. It is a fireball today over Austin, Texas. Uh, a cameraman, his name is Eddie Garcia of our local affiliate News 8 Austin, was filming a marathon when the mysterious object streaked out of the sky. CNN spoke with him about his amazing video. When you see something like that, it, uh, you don't really know what it is. And you just kind of, you stare at it for a little bit and then you just wonder for the next five minutes, what was that? And uh, for me, I wanted to make sure that I got that on tape and I sure did. Yeah, he certainly did, and everyone is playing hard. <laughs> I sure yeah, did. You did. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is, you did nothing. Hey, and good for you. Hey, I, I, I'm into it. You know what? Like, it, it comes out year after year. Like, oh, meteor caught on camera. They're all doorbell cams. Not a cameraman like me. It was so cool that the astronomical society gave. They found the meteor. Like, uh, I don't know, 300 miles away, and they gave me a little piece of the meteor. Yeah, and then That's you awesome. asked that guy, and he said it was fake. No. What? Wow. I, the the weird part about it is you did nothing. No, I shot I shot. <laughs> but that video I know I think of, it's great luck. You didn't know it was coming, but you did nothing. Like then, that could have had you stayed in that field, that could have propelled you to other like camera jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that, that would have been the start of my resume tape for sure. Yes. Up on up on level one of the. Do resume. you remember me running to your house? They turned the TV listen, on. I'm tired of talking about it. Oh. Oh, right. I mean, I, it's it's <laughs> fine, but I'm also bored talking about it now. Okay, all right. Yeah. I guess my 15 seconds are over. Yeah, again. <laughs> uh, let's. I have some more calls, though. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Carl in Georgia. Up on line one. Carl, what's going on, buddy? How's it going, sir? Good. What would you like to say? Well, I was famous for a day because uh, we had a robber break into our shore, and instead of taking the normal response, we decided to uh, offer the guy a job. And uh, had no idea that the story was going to go absolutely viral and end up on CNN and Today Show and wow, pretty so much everywhere across the world. The guy robbed you and you offered him a job because you're like, hey, you must be going through hard times? Yeah, exactly. It was on Easter Sunday. And um, I don't know, it just felt like the godly approach to the situation. And uh, he broke in, uh, I think it was like it was a Saturday night or Friday night, threw a rock through our door and uh, stole the cash register and um, I ran remember right this. back out, didn't harm anybody. No, I, no, I, he's talking about this. I remember this story. Hey, wait, so whatever happened to him? So we um, we had anonymous tip. Uh, we did find out pretty much who the guy was, and uh, he has a pattern of doing this. Uh, one of his friends, r- friends reached out to me and was like, look, you can't save this guy, unfortunately. And uh, believe it or not, he ended up getting picked up in Thomasville, Georgia, for the same crimes. Uh, unfortunately, the guy just doesn't. Just doesn't want to do right. It sounds like. Well, man, good but, for uh, you, you know, for reaching out and trying to make a difference in that guy's life. Like you did more than I think ninety nine point nine percent of other people would have done. So, uh, yeah, nice. And then him being on CNN and the Today Show and other people hearing that inspires other people to look at things differently. If something bad happens to them, I think Ray got a job. 
got <laughs> squatted living here at the radio station. I was like, hey, come produce the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Carl. Appreciate that call, man. You're like a good guy. We love the show. Take care. See you, buddy. Uh, let's go. Randy in Texas is on the phone right now. Randy, how were you famous for just a minute? Well, I ended up getting caught up in some crimes. I was real bad in my younger days, about five and a half years ago, and I was with an older woman who decided she wanted to hire somebody to kill her husband. What do you mean you were with an older woman? Like you were burning? like dating? He was seeing her. Yeah, we were we were dating. She had a husband. They'd been split up for years or whatever, and. I don't know. We were on drugs and everything, and she just had this wild idea that she was going to call somebody and try to hire him to kill her husband. What happened? <laughs> well. How were you famous? <laughs> well. well, well, the FBI and the Texas Rangers, they ended up catching the case, and we were on the run in Florida for some other charges, and I went to jail on some local charges, and next thing I know, I got the FBI and the Texas Rangers pulling me out of the county jail to talk to me about this, and... I guess she had called somebody to try to hire them to kill her husband and was going to offer him like $100,000 from some kind of life insurance policy or something. I don't know. So whatever happened with you, are you calling us from the pen right now or are you good? You straight? (laughs) No, no, man. I got out about a year and some change ago and I'm actually doing super great, man. I got a great career. I just had a baby about a month ago. I I got married in June in Vegas. I'm doing super good now. but That's good to hear. You, You keep up with the old lady? No, no. Oh, no, man. <laughs> What's she up to now? Uh, she married some lesbian and lives in South Texas somewhere. But so y'all, th- this story got picked <laughs> up on the news. What a wacky story! Hold on, that's how you were uh, had some fame is because this was like a nationwide story. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, it was it was on nationwide news. It was okay, crazy. okay. It was on ABC and all kinds of stuff. Well, crazy. We've always wanted to know. Sometimes we have stories where people hire hitmen or they mm-hmm. seek them out. So I guess now it's interesting to hear that y'all were on drugs and you thought it was maybe okay idea. How I is guess? she not in jail? What do you mean? How, well, if, if she was, tried to hire a hitman, how is she not in jail right now? Well, she went to jail and they only gave her five years because she told the feds that I was part of it. And so they gave her a lower sentence. She actually got out before I did. And I really didn't even have nothing to do with it. Well, you didn't really have anything to do with it or you didn't have anything to do with it? (laughs) No, I didn't have anything to do with it. But like, do you Google someone to a hitman or how does she find the person she's going to reach out to? Well, she reached out to one of her friends in North Texas. And he ended up having some charges he wanted to get off, so he just went straight to the cops and was like, "Hey, this chick's trying to hire me to kill her husband." What's oh, up? She went to the wrong. Did, he said, "What's up?" He went to the cops and was like, "What's up? I'm, I'm trying to get out of these charges." Yeah. They, did wow. they let him? Exactly. Did that help him at all? Did some of his charges? Oh get- yeah, he got he got he got off all of his charges. Wow, wait. That's crazy. All you have to do is be lucky and get it a phone call. Sounds like a pyramid call. scheme because then someone then then someone could go do that with her. She could do that with someone and be yeah. like, hey, just say you're going to kill someone. It never and I'll get off. <laughs> it's like paying <laughs> Peter exactly. to pay Paul. Rob, <laughs> Peter, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, listen, well, I'm, let me say this about you, my friend. It sounds like you made some bad decisions early, but it's not where you start. It's where you end. And I'm proud that you've cleaned yourself up, that you, you, you're, you're working, you got a baby, you sound good, and you realize now all those mistakes that you made. I, I think for you as a person, that's pretty freaking cool, man. 
Oh, yeah, it's amazing, man. And I don't regret my past. I, I made some bad decisions, but it made me the man I am today, and I don't I don't regret it. I probably regret some of that. But, but that's just me. That's just me. <laughs> no, but he can't. It's the past. He no, can't do anything if, about if it. If you're dealing with that, you can't live that way. That's right. Like, no, he needs I get to it. repair and move on. That's right. I, no, I, I get it. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else? Randy, What's his Randy's name? my favorite caller. Randy. Like, Randy's the month. oh yeah, Randy. Yeah. Just yeah, keep doing what you're doing to make sure that you stay the course. It's probably not asking yes, the questions, though, right? Is it, what, what, probably up? be done with the questions with Randy. What, me, like, we just never know what we're gonna get. Well, yeah. you can call back anytime. Randy, how'd you meet your current? <laughs> <laughs> how'd you meet your, your current girl? Wife. Well, I I knew her. I knew her a little bit before I went to prison, but after I got out, I was in the halfway house, and I just was on Facebook, you know, for the first time in like five and a half years. And I just started going crazy and talking to girls and everything. And I ended up talking to her and we hit it off. And it turns out we're kind of soulmates. Nice. What's prison like? Oh, boy. Oh, dude, it's terrible. Really? Because sometimes people are like, yeah, yeah it's that bad, but it sucks. No, nah, I went to the feds and I was in like a medium facility in Oklahoma for like two and a half years. But I got transferred to a maximum facility because I got in too many fights. And then as soon as I got there, it was like a crazy eye opener because everybody's stabbing everybody. And it was just oh my wild. Gosh. Everybody's like, stabbing everybody. That song sucks. <laughs> so with one. like things they brought in <laughs> you know or one? they make shanks or what? No, they make them in there. They cut them out of their beds. They cut them out of their What's lockers. Like, they're legit knives. They sharpen them to where it'll cut the hair off your arm. How many did you stab? Uh, just like one. You expect you expect a zero, right? Does it, that? <laughs> Sorry, we're we're just we're fascinated yeah. because clearly we don't have a lot of friends. Did, did he have a friends. phone? Did he have a phone? I want to know if he had a phone. Did you ever have a bit no, of I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have a phone, but there was a lot of people that had phones. But you could get like six months extra time if you get caught with a phone. So oh I was in Did you? Is keystring real? Yeah, like people push up in their butt and bring uh, it, it to you. It, Super real. It's oh super real. Super real. What was the biggest thing you <laughs> thought would get keistered in? Uh, I seen somebody carrying a 10-inch knife. 10-inch? How? What, like, is it- this is the greatest call. <laughs> Let me just pause for a second. Friends, you've been listening to this show for a long time. Some of you have since we've started this thing. We've been doing it for a long time. This might be the greatest call we've ever had. Um, I'm sweating because yeah, I'm nervous. Me too. Me too. Okay, listen. We've got to go because Scuba Steve says we're out of time. But Randy, oh, man. you're our guy. Yeah, you are our you are you are the guy. You call in anytime. I almost want to give Randy my cell phone number. I'm not going to, <laughs> but I almost want to give Randy my cell phone number because this is A plus material right here. Randy, I'm proud of you. You you've shaped up. You're living your life. Sounds like you're living an honest life. Uh, keep up the good work, my friend. Yes, sir. Y'all guys have a great day. All right, you too. Bye. I'm just gonna say before because we're way over time. Ooh. I'm just awesome. gonna say when I said how many people did you stab. Really thought it'd be a zero. Yeah, you thought. I saw it in your face. And he goes, but he was trying to survive. He was. He goes, just one. <laughs> hey, it's not that bad, man. Just one. <laughs> I mean, that oh just. Oh my goodness! If, I'm blown listen, away. that's a scared straight call because if you're um, a kid listening right now, <laughs> I don't know. It oh, made it sound. Right. It made it sound pretty. Stop. What? It. No, no way, he man. made it sound like, hey, stay on the straight and narrow. You don't want to go to prison because Woo. people are getting stabbed. Every Everyone day. has a knife. I'm exhausted. We'll take I mean, a break. Come back. <laughs> Bye. If for some reason you're just now turning us on, I implore you to go and check out our podcast from today. We had possibly the greatest caller of the past, well, at least year. 
I mean, what, today's September 30th. I would at least give them caller of the year. But a top caller in the history of the show. Like if there's that's a tough because I forget. I forget we've had some good callers over the years. Mm. But that's that's really a great one we put up in the Mount Rushmore of calls. He called because we're talking about how were you famous for a second. And he goes, well, I was dating an older lady who tried to kill her husband. And we were like, well, how about that? And then he goes, well, then I got put in prison because she kind of said I had more involvement than I did. And then we're like, well, well, look at there. And then he's like, well, then she ran off with a woman. And then we're like, okay, how about that? Good for her. And then he's like, um, I, I stabbed someone in prison. And we're like, okay. <laughs> then we started to get nervous. Like, we were going to get put in jail for knowing this stuff. It's just, just search for the Bobby Bone Show podcast. Listen to that. Just, it's uh, like it's a, the, the call, chef's kiss of calls. Listen, that's, that's what you want when you do a show like this. Uh, today, Throwback Thursday. Let's go. Bobby Bones Show. Throwback Thursday. I bring it up because today in 1991, Rope in the Wind by Garth Brooks Come on. became the first country music album to debut at number one on the pop chart. Debuted at number oh. one on the pop chart. Wow. It was also number one on the country chart. Yeah, no duh. <laughs> Whereas other two previous albums, No Fences and Garth Brooks, also held the two and five positions at the same time on the country chart. Hmm. Think about that. He had one. Two and five. Gosh. The only person I've seen album-wise do something similar is Chris Stapleton. And that's not pop. He didn't do the pop thing. Right. But to be sitting up so high on the chart, like when he put out, you know, From A Room, and he also had Traveler, you know, Stapleton kind of had this going on. But the top five radio hits from Rope in the Wind that came out on this day in 1991 at number five, Rodeo. Yes. Well, it's balls and blood. It's a dust and mud. It's a roar of a Sunday crowd. It's the white and the knuckles, the gold in the buckle, he'll win the next go round. At number four, Papa Love Mama. Mama was a looker, Lord, out to shine. Papa was a good and rough and yellow sky. Papa loved Mama, Mama loved me. Mama's in the graveyard, Papa's in the pen. The jam. Oh, yes. So good. The jam. At number three, one of my Mount Rushmore of Garth songs. The river. Yes, I will sail my best. It doesn't matter what's happening in your life. This relates in some way. This is the always relatable song. There's always crap happening. These waters are my sky. I'll never reach my destiny. And number two, shameless. And spending four weeks at number one, the biggest radio hit from that record. Is what she's doing really? now. Yeah. Just what she's doing now is tearing me apart. On this day in 1991, that's the deal. That record came out. Number one on the pop chart, which is crazy. Wearing that blue and black striped shirt, black jeans, cowboy hat. Did you have to Google that? No, I, of course. I, I, would, I would recreate it in my bathroom mirror and stare at myself. Back in the day? <laughs> hey. <laughs> True story. Oh, Eddie was. Eddie knows everything. Garth record cover, the back of it, what song goes on what record. I was in the fan club. My parents even spent $150 to get the tour jacket that year. Oh. $150. My parents were like, uh, okay, this is the only present you're getting for Christmas. That's it. And so you had the Garth tour jacket? Yeah, you I did. have that? I remember going to a funeral, and it was all shiny with, like, diamonds on it. You wore a Garth tour jacket yeah, to a funeral? I, sh- I, I look at, looking back now, I shouldn't have done that. But I remember my cousins being like, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, it's my new Garth shirt. Like, my jacket. We're sorry about Uncle Tony, <laughs> but come on. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Iowa. A 23-year-old man was driving to the store, and he was going 103 in a 65. When he gets pulled over, they're like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, it's an emergency. I am going to get sanitary products for my wife. Mm. What's the guy's name? 
Uh, say? Yeah, I can't pronounce it. Okay. Justice for that guy. <laughs> but he's lying. Hey, well, but is he not though? No, he's not truth. lying. Uh, listen, There's... I don't know. And and it could be emergency. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll, we'll call him Peter. Justice for Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous. You know what? He should get off with a warning, a stern warning. Oh. Yeah. How fast was he going? 103 and a 65 because he had to get mm-hmm. pads for his wife. Okay, it's not necessary. Interesting pads would be the term. Yeah, well, sanitary pads is what they're <laughs> yeah, called. But yeah, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. We got the point the first time. Did he hit anything? Didn't hit anything, but he yeah. put lives at risk. And Yeah, course. but you know what? Every time Amy gets on the road, lives are at risk, too. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get in trouble? Yeah, he got his license suspended and a $400 ticket. No. Dang, justice for Peter is what I say. All right, is that it? I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. For $1,000, who would try out wearing a bulletproof vest and letting someone shoot them? Mm. No. Can't do it. Not happening. $1,000. No. No. Nope. Uh-uh. Okay. $5,000. Nope. Lunchbox? $5,000. Man, 5000 is a lot of money. Bulletproof vest and someone gets to shoot you. Ah, oh, man. Eddie? I just worry about them missing the bulletproof vest. I've thought about it, but no. No, we can't do the five. I mean, I, you put 10000 I think I could do it. 10000 10, bucks. you'd put the bulletproof vest on and let yeah. someone shoot you. Wow. Police are investigating a report of a shooting after an un, unidentified man re- received treatment. They said that he and family members were trying on bulletproof vests when he allowed another person to shoot him in it when he tried it on. Quote, something like this is definitely not a good idea. We don't know much about what happened because he wasn't saying. But a bulletproof vest is not a catch-all. While bulletproof vests are a good safety tool, they are not 100% effective and will not stop a bullet all the way every time. Oh, oh. Factors such as distance, the bullet's caliber, and other things will affect the bullet's impact on the vest. He's in the hospital. Yeah. Oh. Not happening. They should probably change the name yeah, of that Yeah, they should vest change it then. to bullet. Like, maybe. Re- proof. Re- proof. What, what do you call Repellent. Bullet maybe going to go through, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Vest. Or like <laughs> cops only, and this is not for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, bulletproof isn't really bulletproof. What about you? How much? Zero. Never? No. A million. Oh, wow. my gosh. Sign me up. You can all take a <laughs> shot. An yeah, island. All of us. <laughs> yeah, then what if you die, Lunchbox? Was that worth it? Um, my Some, family's a millionaire. Okay. Sometimes when you get shot with a bulletproof vest, just the impact of it hurts you pretty mm-hmm. bad. So... So I hear. A TV shows me that. Yeah. <laughs> I believe everything on TSC on TV. Yeah, that's crazy that bulletproof vests aren't really bulletproof all no, the time. I, like I, did, I just thought they were. Okay, you guys have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. LV Shane is in. He sings that song. That ain't my boy. That's it right there. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Come on, Bobby Bones Show. <laughs>